East and West with Mario and Les, with your hosts Leslie Russo and Mario Kiki. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of East and West with Mario and Les. I am Les and this is my co-host. Mario Kiki, how's it going Leslie? Good, how you doing? How you doing? How are you doing? I feel hungover after last night's uh, uh, reunion episode. Oh my God. (laughs) Me too. And I didn't even drink. You know, I was just sitting there on the edge of my seat and I did a tweet telling everybody, you know, if you like your pump rules parties, more power to you. I needed to focus. I needed to watch every stare, every Mm -hmm. blink. I was alone at home, like the gods intended it. And it was well worth it. I had a moment where I was like, should I just text a couple of friends who hopped on the pump rules train and tell them to come watch it? And then I was like, no, I'm just going to yeah, enjoy it. No, alone. you're better off alone. I am better off alone. But I think I, um, I think, uh, oh, shit, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, I think the uh, pump rules gossip really hijacked our OGs, our housewives, the reason we created this uh, podcast to come and talk about it. Because, you know, this week we also had the Jersey reunion, which was insane, Mm -hmm. which was dark, which was chaotic. But we also had the mothership came home with Orange County premiering. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think now that Pump Rules Part 3 reunion is done, we can merge back to the housewives like God intended it. But... And thank God, because like you said, God intended it for you to be alone to watch. And that's always how I feel when I'm watching my shows. I come upstairs to my bedroom. I get set up. I watch alone. I tweet. I'm happy. Well, absolutely. everybody's watching with me now, Vanderpump Rules, which is fine to my family. I don't think they listen to this podcast, but if they do, it's been a pleasure having you. Now go back to your regularly scheduled programming, please. (laughs) You know, I have a few friends that have been watching these shows with me for years. Those I don't mind texting. But if these new friends, these, oh, these the, new, the questions. Yes. I'm like, oh my God, I do not have the energy to give you historical context about mm. why Schwartz is a jackass and who. Right. One of them I blocked because she said, who's Kristen Dowdy and why is everybody. I'm like, oh my God, you did yeah. not just ask me. No. You fake phony. And you know what? I've never been one of those bandwagon caller outers or whatever, but I'm going to call y'all out. If you are, if you didn't invest 10 years like we have, leave us alone, por favor. Leave I us feel like alone. There's also Google for this shit too, people. You can Google it and get a whole, and Bravo actually put out a list of episodes for you guys to watch so you could see and you know, all the pivotal things. Do and it. shout out, shout out to my friend, Fam, who's in the East Coast. She went and watched the curated list on peacock she did her due diligence yes. she formed her opinions on her own thank and you, she fam. thank you fam we love you fam and we love everybody for listening but yes we're going to call you out accordingly now speaking of gossip yes. and headlines which is what we do we're going to get into the reunions obviously but the big one this week was that Luis Rellas, who is Teresa judice's now husband his ex-fiance has filed a restraining order against him, and she alleges that he hired someone to spy on her. Oh, boy. 
So according to new report by page six, Vanessa is a licensed therapist. She specializes in narcissistic abuse. I'm assuming- <laughs> How convenient Louis, for her. I'm assuming that <laughs> Louie used to be one of her patients. No shade, but shade, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, apparently the patient would ask her questions um, that included, do you still love Louie? How was it with your abuser? If Louis were to leave Teresa and show any regret, would you want to get back with him? And so she found these questions suspicious. And so... Why? <laughs> no clue. Anyway, upon further investigation, the patient's real name was discovered. And even more, they found out that she was an alleged employee of one Baldito. Good God. Oh, like, my God. So no, that part I didn't see that she was his employee. I can't. I cannot I can't. with this guy. I can't. So Bo would then in a statement to page six. Now listen, Bo needs to shut up. Like just say no comment. Right. But he didn't confirm or deny that he was hired by one Louis. He just said, I was never hired on anybody. Um, as far as whether he hired us for potential private investigations that's confidential i'm like oh my god like why are you playing so coy yeah. now the con the concern here is that um my concern is you know this is a huge red flag for mr luis relas but i feel like this is all like teresa she's getting weighed down heavily by this man like all the arguments that are on the show are not because of something she did directly other yeah. than a few little things, but everything that's happening on this reunion has been because of her marriage, because of who she married and because of like, whoa, you know what I mean? So yeah, no, I mean, I don't understand how she hasn't seen any of these red flags. And I feel like she just, she's not, she's like dumber than a box of rocks. I'm sorry. She is, and that's an insult to rocks. But I, know, I think it is. that <laughs> my pet rock died when I was a kid, so I'm still oh. triggered by that. And no, I'm just coming. But anyway, let's just thank you. I still recover. Um, but let's just get into the reunion because we do have a lot of episodes right. to recap this week. If y'all want to catch up on your gossip, go to all your Googles and your page sixes. They're great suppliers. Um, but we do have, we'll start off with the reunion of Jersey just because Pump Rules has also been hijacking us. And so let's just, let's just get Jersey a little bit of love because they've been serving too. Um, what did you think overall of the reunion of Jersey? So I thought it was a complete shit show the other night, but which mm -hmm. I loved. I'm not, I'm not saying that in a bad way. Um, I, I it's a lot though with Teresa and Melissa with the back and forth. Like at this point, what more do they have to say to each other? And that's the thing. And I saw that the reunion was the highest rated episode since like 2019. Right. So I'm like, okay, well clearly production's not going to want to be like one of them has to go because I feel as much as we complain and I will continue to complain, um, people are invested and they want some people want to see what's going to happen between Teresa and Melissa. I'm not one of those people, but I know that maybe the majority does have an interest. And I think that's how they'll rationalize it because it, the reunion starts off with them rehashing again, again, who, yep. who allegedly put the Joe and Teresa in jail. Teresa has not accepted any responsibility on like, she keeps Zero. trying 
to find somebody to blame. Instead of saying, I made a mistake, you know, I'm assuming, I don't know the legal system, but mm -hmm. I'm assuming she had to say, I plead guilty. You know what I mean? So she had to, she pled guilty to get like whatever uh, deal she got. And you know what? Take, take the responsibility. You signed the paperwork with, it's not like he forged her signature there. She signed it. You got to read it. Exactly. And I love you know when Andy, I love when Andy says what we're thinking and he reminds Teresa that she married the man responsible for her prison time and right. it was just like whoa and then Melissa is more direct with Teresa I feel like watching Melissa go off on Teresa is it is different because in the past she was more patient with her words I feel right. and she was more not as confrontational uh, and in your face yeah yes yes and so Mer melissa did remind teresa that she committed mortgage fraud mm -hmm. um teresa said no it was something about wrong taxes and i'm like girl you don't even know why you went to jail <laughs> such an idiot I, I like such an idiot listen teresa has clearly learned nothing because another headline was that she uh, still owes set, like all these thousands of dollars on back all taxes that. yeah i saw that that yesterday. was cringy to hear because we know that she spent half a million on her wedding although i did hear tamra say that um the housewives they're like 1099 they're contracted employees so they get paid without taxes being taken out which is why we see a lot of them owe taxes because they just yeah. don't pay their taxes and i'm just like oh my god bravo but how do you get away with that i don't i mean exactly. well to me it's like you're on tv you're on a public forum so you should know that the IRS is going to watch you a little more than absolutely especially and all then, the spending and the things and the cars and the clothes. Yes. So I, I've been a 1099 employee and that was my fear. Like to not like my first question was how do I pay my taxes? Cause I am not trying to owe the IRS anything. No, so, no. but you know, to each they own. Now we do get a little blurb. The next blurb is that Melissa shared a text from Jackie, uh, Jackie Goldschneider that she received from Larita. Now, Lorita mm -hmm. was an OG from seasons one through five. And then if you don't remember, her and Teresa hated each other. They recently made out. Um, but in these text messages, not made out. They, they made, made out or they made out? <laughs> and I'm like, not, not like a picture I needed in my head. Exactly. I'm like, wait, they didn't make out. No, no that was a miss. That's my fantasy. I'm a lesbian at heart. <laughs> no, um, Jacqueline in these text messages seems to hate Teresa. She called her an act, ugly trash bucket. She said she has an arrogant sense of self and she thinks that whatever. Um, Dolores thinks that Melissa needs to now sleep with an eye open and that she's going down for for saying this. But to me, it's like, why? Like, why? What is yeah. Like, what is Jacqueline the reader going to do from across, like on the internet? Like, Jacqueline was the she's OG. So powerful. Yeah, like Jacqueline was the OG mess on Twitter. If y'all remember, y'all yeah. remember. If you don't, you missed it. So, I mean, yeah, she's going to text everything. And Jacqueline has since come out and said those text messages were old and it's no secret that her and Teresa hated each other. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if anything, I feel like Melissa should have released these text messages when Lorita and Jack and Teresa reunited, like in yes, real time. that would have had a better impact. Like now Gosh. it's like, and Teresa didn't even feel bothered by those text messages. She was just like, whatever. Like, I mean, because it did feel a little, eh, because again, we're uh -huh. the problem I had with Jersey this season is that we're so focused on, um, we're so focused on freaking people that aren't on the show. Like we have, now we have Jacqueline Larita, then we had Laura, the mysterious right. Laura. And now we have um, Bo Deedle. Like these are all people that are not, 
on camera on the show right and danielle's brother like i mean come on like why what are we doing here it's like a ghost set of characters it's like all these people are discussing people that aren't on the show so can we just get people on camera or don't talk about it now speaking of not people on camera Mm -hmm. after rachel shares that Jaden's adoption has gone through she mentions that louis hired someone to find the birth mom that's in prison so he can stir the pot (laughs) i I didn't even know what to say when she said that i this guy is it's just more and more each day it's very bob wivey it's very like Uh uh-huh what are we doing here? Like, this is going, this is crossing lines uh-huh. here that are not like, cause it's one thing to, I mean, it's everything's disgusting. Let me be clear, but it's one thing to like spread a rumor. It's another thing to like hire somebody. Hire investigators to investigate people you socialize with. It's but- just, and then Teresa pretends she doesn't know anything. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but you know, do you think Wilson? she knows anything? I mean, if he's doing it behind her back, then that's one thing. But mm-hmm. she also had a very stoic reaction when they talked about Bo Deedle in the finale. But yes. so it's almost like, I don't know. I just don't know. Teresa just does refuse to hire or acknowledge that Louie hired an investigator. Right. Teresa then you know, deflects and blames Margaret. Uh, she course. says Margaret's the one that hired everybody. Um, but Margaret reminds her, it's your precious Louie that bragged about hiring the private investigator. And um, then she says, oh, you just don't have the money to hire a private investigator. That's that's not a flex. Like, <laughs> I, you don't, I mean, to. okay, great, you have the money to hire one. But on your friends, like, no. And then, first of all, don't say you have money when you're being investigated by the IRS. Like, that's a little awkward. Um, yes, but then somehow, Teresa and Melissa go back and forth about sticking stuff up their ass. Um, <laughs> Melissa made me laugh when she said, when I find that I'm a stay, I'll stick it up my own ass. And I'm just like, <laughs> hey, girls, like, where has this Melissa been for 10 seasons? Like, I know. Hello. She's done. She has just she she's is, had it. She's going ex- out with a bang if, in fact, she goes out. If in fact she go, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Don't like, know there was that moment where Teresa's like, "I'll never see you again. You're off the show." And Andy goes, "Yeah, really? let me know. Let me know how that works out." Really? Yeah. <laughs> Andy was like, "Oh, you're so cute. Thinking you have any power." Um. Then we get a scene filler of Jackie and the Fessler, the nice right. Jewish girls. Right. The, the Fessler had a nice shout out to nice Jewish girls. Yeah, nice Jewish girls. We love them. But the Fessler had a great tune-up. She looked great. She had a facelift and a nose job. Mm-hmm. Um, she thought people were mean to her because she said that she plowed James Gandolfini and he could not defend himself. What the hell was he going to say if he, he was could alive? could not defend himself. They had sex. They were friends with benefits, it seemed like. I mean, he needs to defend that. Like <laughs> nuts these days. Like every single thing bothers people. I, I that's why I was confused. I'm like, wait, defend uh, himself for what? Yeah. First of all, she's gorgeous. Like, I mean, if we're gonna be I superficial, know. even like... before any of that, even before exactly. her ghost job and everything that she's done, I thought she was so pretty. So, and she was much younger then too. Yeah, for sure. But it was just funny that, and I enjoyed seeing this really self-deprecating. I mean, she is funny. She's really funny. Yeah. I hope she comes back in some capacity next Me season too. because she 
completely funny. Um, Jackie then admits that it was hard for her to be giving a friend role. I can um, imagine. I can imagine. But listen, she's a very nice person. She should just enjoy her life and step away from the show because she didn't really do much even as a full-time housewife. Like, she doesn't really... Yeah. I don't know. Like, I I like her as a person, but she's not really cut out for I don't know if she's housewives material. Yeah, you know, she has a new book, and so the good for her, toodles. Um, then we <laughs> get to... Bye-bye. Toodles. Yeah, we Housewife fans were ruthless. Um, then Andy, being messy Andy, asked Melissa about the comment she made about drunk dialing her ex. Mm-hmm. Teresa wants to know if Joe Gorga was upset when he heard this, and Melissa says he know that she would be kidding. Mm-hmm. They bring up the fact that Teresa didn't want strippers for her bachelorette, but it would have been Channing Tatum. <laughs> I know. Another Teresaism. And that's her favorite stripper. Like, does she realize he's not actually a stripper? I don't think she knows he's not actually a stripper, but I think that, you know, Teresa's also a woman of a certain age. So I don't think she keeps up with like actors' names and stuff. And I do. Just... And I'm her age. I know it all. Yeah, but you're also cerebral. So I think that <laughs> Teresa just in, lives in the Jersey world. Yeah. But then. We get a cringy moment of the guys arriving backstage. Oh, Jesus. We see Louie without a shirt on, just eating hot Cheetos. Okay, what the fuck? Like, all the guys were dressed. And he's parading around. I have never been scared of a shirtless man until that scene. Like, (sighs) it was... Red. It was red. First of all, I thought... Is he eating his fingers? But then it's hot Cheetos. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's not his fingers. Like, he needs anything more hot in his system. Obviously, like, look at your face, man. I was scared. I did not want to make eye contact with him. Now, listen, before this season, and this is why the shows are brilliant, because one season you're in, the next season we hate you. Because mm-hmm. last season, I thought he was cool. He was chill. When I, I hung out. making Teresa nicer. Exactly. Like, even when... I mean, not to brag, but even when I was hanging out with <laughs> Teresa at BravoCon, it was me, Teresa, Gia, and Louie were all sitting in there like we're all old gal pals. He was very nice. He was very nice. Like, I didn't, I don't want to ask him for a picture because I'm more shy than you. I'm like, if Leslie were here, we would have all taken a family picture. I didn't bother him. with him. Teresa's like, go see Louie. And Randy and I were like, that's not no. Randy Haas, people. That's not Randy Haas. Um, <laughs> we were just like, okay. We're and then dead. you make then you make a U-turn. But he was very nice. Um yes. but now that we're seeing this, I'm like, holy shit, like this man, like I'm glad I didn't take a picture with him. We'd probably have us all a file on us at this point. Um but then it's like, whoa. Um, and then Andy asked Margaret where she got her dirt from. Margaret does mention that she did try to get Laura on the show. Jennifer says she only Jennifer admits that she only reached out to Laura because she was mad at Margaret. I thought that was a good admission. I thought that was a good admission. I thought she was good for her to own it. Um, What does she have to lose? I mean, at this point, yeah, just own it. Like, you know what? I'm still mad at you. I'm going to get you back. Exactly. Um, But then Jennifer gets called out for telling Danielle about the cheating rumor because Andy, because when Jennifer told Danielle, she forgot to tell Danielle that Jennifer had already told Melissa. Right. That's a big oopsie. Right. Um, Andy asked Danielle if she felt set up by Jennifer and Teresa. Danielle asked Dumb and Dumber over there, did you guys set me up? <laughs> Teresa just looks straight ahead like, oops. And Jennifer pretends that she didn't realize it was a setup. Uh-huh. 
Um, and then Andy starts losing his shit because Teresa and um, Melissa start ask like they just go off again. And right. there, there was this really real moment where Andy just said, "You guys are never grow. You never evolve. You guys That's are right. both. You guys are both acting like assholes." And mm -hmm. I'm like, "Ooh, like mm -hmm. I was like, okay, Andy is losing it." And you know what he said before the reunion aired that he lost it. But I don't blame him. A lot of people on Twitter were mad that he would dare. Oh, they're getting like, like so butthurt over it. Like, honestly, calm down. If you had to deal with this group of women, especially this group who always like yell and talk over each other, you'd be yelling at them too. Exactly. What would, and what it, would you be doing? Yeah. That's why I'm like, Andy's only human, y'all. Like, of Andy could so much. And these people tested my patience. And we're getting the edited, watered down version. Like, I can't imagine exactly. hours and hours and hours. Well, people just want to rag on Andy. I don't know. Like, just leave it alone. Be happy for once, Housewives fans. Like, you can <laughs> never be happy. It's either too little or too much. There is a gray area there. Mm. There's nothing Step gray about. It. There's nothing gray about my gardens. My gardens. Um, shout out to Tanya. Anyway, um, then we go backstage and this is where they finally acknowledge the fact that Frank Jr. and Louis had issues. Uh, mm -hmm. Frank Sr. says that he's going to call out Louis for how he treated his son when the company closed. Good. Apparently, Louis did not even have the decency to answer Frank Jr.'s calls about it. Um, we get another shot of Louis shirtless. Thank you. Ugh. It's not like he's some fit like amazing looking I guy. mean that dad bod was dadding and we're not body shamers here but put a shirt on it's not at um, all like my god you have to walk around without a shirt on like what why maybe he sweats a lot but still then bring a t-shirt and then put your other shirt on I know and where was the footage of Frank Jr. without a shirt on that's I know that's who we want to see without that's, a shirt that is a real crime here damn it see any of them uh, Jennifer then starts getting shit about her coffee reader. Uh, she admits that, essentially, she admits that the coffee reader had watched the show and she's a fan. So, I mean, it's it, Teresa's it, nurse. She was Nono's nurse. Of course, she knew everything. Like, God, like Jennifer is just coming off very contrived, even more than usual. But Andy does ask if Jennifer's husband has changed his mind about therapy. Jennifer acts like everything's good. And yeah, so we'll see how that works out. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Then we get more Melissa rumored talk. Uh, they then go back. This is where Jennifer, I think, was stupid to admit that she was creating a narrative for the show as it related to the oh, Melissa no. rumor. Shut, the, That's... shut your mouth. That sort of suggested that production even was involved about how to I set know. this up. And so I, I don't like know if that's, that. I don't know if it's going to be, it's going to bite Jennifer in the ass, but um, Andy then asked Margaret why she was mad at Jennifer about the Laura thing, even though Teresa was involved. Mm -hmm. Large said that when she met with Teresa in the beginning of the season that she thought they were cool. So, I mean, I mean, that's a, it's a lot of hope for Teresa. I'll say that yeah. much, but, but then we segue into Marge saying that Louie called her child at work and threatened him. Marge pulls out her proof showing that it is Louie's cell number. Mm -hmm. And on his work number, and apparently the work number they like record every single, because it's like a, they have a lot of security wherever the kid works or whatever, and they record like everything, like the exactly. thing. And so apparently, and then Marge printed out her receipts and she brought them in and Andy shows Teresa the phone number and says, is that Louis's phone number? And Teresa says, yes, it is. Um, on spoofing 
Now there is a thing. Yeah. There is a thing with all the housewives. I heard Andy talking about this and I heard the two T's talking about it where they all, somebody hacked in, I guess, years ago to their cell phone numbers or a Bravo account or something. And so they all get phone calls like from each other and then they answer and there's nothing there. And it's, it's like weird, but this is not the same thing. That's on cell phones. Louis called from his cell phone to this kid's work. It's different. It has nothing to do with that. So I want to know how to call the housewives. Like, I mean, come on. Bothered me. I know. Can I get the spoof calls so I can have the numbers? Andy. We would not. We would not leave them alone, honey. We would be calling them all the time. I know. Uh, Margaret then calls Teresa a criminal. Teresa says, you are the devil. Mm -hmm. Um, Margaret and Melissa then try to tell Teresa that Louis is controlling her in every way. The Fessler is not going to be full-time if she just turns around because they asked her what she thought and she just turned around like, don't get me involved. I'm like, girl, this is your chance mm-hmm. to get in, get your moment. But she yeah. was like, nope. Um, you know, Andy then tries to mediate again, but he just keeps yelling to them stop. And um, he calls a timeout just to take a little breather. He releases the Fessler from the set. Mm-hmm. He goes backstage and tells Louie, like, it's extremely emotional. He doesn't want anybody to get physical. Right. Danielle goes into her dressing room and says, I was set up. Duh. Um, But she didn't admit it to Jennifer and Teresa. So to me, what I see as a fan, as a viewer, as a producer in my head, Mm -hmm. she would rather be aligned with somebody than to not be aligned with anybody. Because at this point, the couch with Margaret and Melissa, they don't they don't really have a relationship with Danielle. Right. And so she knows that, okay, if I turn on them then I'm either off the show or I have to work harder next season. So she's not that stupid. Um, I thought it was which, a chump move. I thought that she could have just uh, answered it. She should have answered it right there on the couch, told the uh, truth because that's what a housewife does. Exactly. But, you know, just but a week ago. I agree ago, with you too. I just have, you know, a slightly different. No, yeah. Just a week her. ago though, she was at Bill Aiden's birthday party. They were all posting selfies. Yeah. So either... Either she's going to wait for her second season to bring this up, or she's just going to pretend everything's fine and dandy. So we'll see. Right. And that's where the reunion ends. Andy brings out the husbands, and we'll wait till next week to see exactly what Louise has to say, what to threaten, thoughts on Jersey. Do you think everybody's back? Do we think that Melissa and, you know, Andy said we all need some time. So I'm like, okay, maybe not film. Yeah, I wonder how long they'll pause it for. Oh, thank God, because we're, I need a break from the Teresa Melissa saga. But yeah. at this point, I I was very confident and I could admit it that Melissa was not back. But now that I'm seeing this roll out, I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe there know. is a slight chance that Teresa is going to be paused. And I don't know. I, I really want to see what plays out with Teresa and Louie. Yeah, me too. Because I really do. It's not going to be good. I'm saying it's- it right here, right now. Somebody's going to be going away. No, I'm kidding. Manzo, for those of you who don't know that. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first, allegedly. Well, right, let's, let's get in. Let's, you want to take a short break, and then we'll come back, and we can get into Atlanta and OC and Pump Rules. Oh, so much. Yeah, let's take Little a break time. and come back. We'll come back with uh, the Pump Rules uh, reunion, so we can get the reunions out the way, and then we can finish up with Housewives. Yes. All right. We will be uh, right back. Hey everybody, welcome back to East and West. 
It is now time for us to discuss reunions. And I think we're going to start with pump rules because I know that that is, um, or not start discussing reunions. We already talked about Jersey. What am I talking about? I'm on like another like plane today. So, all right. So we're going to go on to pump rules now. I know that's on everybody's mind and the big revelation that was happening. I did, I have to say, we won't get into that yet, but I did enjoy all of your conspiracy theories on TikTok. I've watched several of them. I love how some of you dedicate so much time to going back, watching episodes, picking out scenes and giving like your assessment of that because you made some really good points. So thank you. No, Um, it was fascinating to see the, as I called it, fan fiction, because some of these theories were wild and i'm like i know like you guys are good they are good i don't have the patience to do that so i like to talk about it but i'm not gonna be like oh i have to see like like but thank you for those of you who do that for us who don't have the patience um all right so we return to the reunion and raquel or rachel i'll probably go back and forth calling her rachel and raquel here because (laughs) apparently that's how i saw in real yearbooks of bravo that's how it was when she was in school in one picture she was rachel and another picture she was raquel and let me point out by saying that they were making fun of her for that name and she told lala well you should know your name's Lala. Lala's like, that's a nickname, ho. And she was like, <laughs> so is Raquel. Now, I know a lot of Rachels. I have never called them Raquel as a nickname. And, you know, Bobby. my sister my sister was Raquel. Her name was oh. Raquel. And my sister was Raquel. And so she, that's right. I think I think I called her Rachel just for once. But it was her nickname was Rocky. So that's an actual nickname. Now, I do think that she went by Ra- Raquel. Like, I think it was Ariana that said she just wanted to be special and she wanted to. Yes. in school because there were so many Rachels. It's like, I loved Ariana last night. Oh, she was, yeah. So Raquel joins the cast on stage after <laughs> Sheena exits. And she starts off by saying she's nervous and owes everyone an apology. How big of her for that. Uh, They treat us to a scene of flashbacks, mainly the girls trip. And Katie explains that she invited her because she wanted the opportunity to forge a friendship with her. And Andy brings up Rachel's breakdown in the car and how the girls rallied around her. They hash all this out. And Rachel says her personality shifted and she became selfish. Now, Ariana is having none of it saying selfish doesn't even begin to cover it. And my personal favorite job that she gave her was that she's diabolical. That's a good word. I'm going to have to use that more. I don't use that word enough. So that's definitely going into my little repertoire. Uh, She claims that what she did was in fact human. And in my opinion, Sandoval definitely coached her there because we see him say it later with the same excuse. Uh, The girl- Not that. Oh my God. I I see this is why we're together because- I was like, oh, she is sounding rehearsed. Of she is she sounding. Is. And then when they both said I'm human, I'm like. Mm. I know. And that's when the girls beg to differ. Mm-hmm. Saying that what she did was actually subhuman, which I mean, 100%. Um, Lala and James, who I've definitely decided are the Muppets, like the two Muppet old <laughs> men, like up in the balcony. They go off on her and Lala says to watch both of them act the way they were acting while they were secretly out fucking each other is insane. And I could not agree more. It's it was yes, it's very jarring and demented. It's crazy. So 
Sandoval is meanwhile going to die on that hill, though, that they only slept together the one time at that point, like when they were out, like, you know, doing these things, which I don't believe. Um, Andy asks Raquel how she feels watching the scene back where she questions Ariana about her relationship. And she says it was so hard to watch. You think? You think? Really? Just, a, just a tad. I mean, the only time this chick shows any emotion is when it has something to do with how people are going to feel about her. It's like when she's talking to Ariana, when she was talking to Sheena, there's not, and they're crying and sobbing. There's not, there's nothing there. Like behind her eyes. My theory is that she was so focused on not losing track of whatever she was told to say that she just couldn't be emotional and real. You know, she was, she was so rehearsed and she was so caught up in sticking to the story and to the timeline and to the lies. I know. Because as as we see in the last five minutes, she fesses up. Um, Right. But I think because she was so fixated on, okay, this is what I had, this is what I'm going to say. This is what I'm going to do. Yada, yada, yada. So, oh, I don't know. I mean, even, even Lala on Watch What Happens Live was starting to turn a little bit like, wow, this girl really needs help because it was dark and it was so twisted. It really was. And, you know, Andy asked her in that little private interview scene if she encouraged Sandoval to break up with Ariana. And she claims that she didn't do that, but she wanted him to be happy because she was his best friend or his friend. So she encouraged him to reexamine the relationship. Mm. Meanwhile, they're already like completely sleeping together. Um, So Ariana at this point tells her to go fuck herself with a cheese grater and which is every bad thing on her. That is also something else that's going into my repertoire. Go fuck yourself with a cheese grater. That sounds so (laughs) painful and delightful to say that to somebody that you're I, My dad would always threaten us that if we ever got a tattoo, he would take it off with the cheese grater so that's where my <laughs> that's where my brain went i'm like oh my god i never could you imagine getting fucked with the cheese grater? no like, mine went to the pedicure chair when they use the cheese grater thing <laughs> on the bottom of your feet and then so you wanted some cheese actually a freaking cheese grater um mm-hmm. So Rachel keeps referring back to James and Lala sleeping together when her and James were first together. And Lala spells it out to her by saying, I wasn't your best friend, ho. That is true. She was not. I mean, I don't like she's deflecting. She's trying so hard. And I'm I'm thinking Sandoval definitely told her to go like hard on that because he's doing the same thing. No, for sure. And that's the first time Rachel has thought about bringing it up. It's like, no, you were reminded to get some, you know, Sandoval really gave her some talking points and that was very obvious. And so obvious. And Ariana said he used to do the same thing with her. Yeah. So it's pretty clear. Anyway, so then there's a whole sitch with Lala explaining what happened with Randall. And we learned that his ex-wife, Amber, is one of her closest friends now, which is interesting. I I was kind of happy to hear that, though, because her daughter shares sisters with, you know, as sisters with Amber's daughter. Or is sisters with Amber's daughter. So that's nice. And I think that they actually do get the girls together, not involving Randall, which I think is great. Um. LVP then defends Oliver when they start talking about that, of course. I mean, Lala reveals that she's also close friends with his wife. Now, that I thought was a little odd. I mean, close friends, like how is that? Is she really? I don't know. I thought that that was just strange to me. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it's a little weird. I mean, I guess they have things to commiserate about, but like, 
not I understand the Lala and Amber relationship more than I do that one. So um, Lala and Sandoval then have words and James chimes in and Andy yells. And there's definitely a difference for me between his pre-kids at a reunion, like before he had kids, to now with two toddlers, he his patience is wearing thin. Like he just, <laughs> he can't take it. Yeah, if you think back to the history of Andy at reunions, he was more chill, or he not chill. He would lose his patience way less or fast less in less time, I should say. But yeah, Seems in a came annoyed. in came Ben and Lucy yes. to ruin our lives, and now they are just Andy's sick of it, and he's sick of them, and he's. <laughs> <laughs> so. Rachel talks about why she pursued Schwartz and still denies that her and Sandoval were a regular thing in Mexico. Um, she also claims that Schwartz is the one who instigated things in Mexico, and he agrees. And my theory is the reason he instigated things is because Sandoval told him to. It's everybody's theory, not just mine, just to get the focus off of them. That would be the logical step, I would think. Um, and then they show us a package in the pumped up version of James and all the cheating rumors when he and Raquel were together. And back in the trailer, a hundred yards away, Allie asked Sheena and Brock about this and wants to make sure this is not something that's happened lately. I mean, I mean <laughs> wouldn't nobody yeah. trust nobody at this point? I don't trust anybody at this point. I know nobody. So Rachel continues to sit there completely unbothered and continues to put Lala and Blast for sleeping with James. Again, it's not the same. Stop deflecting. Um, they talk about the day at the beach and James justifies throwing a drink in Tom's face, but Andy tells him that he should apologize for throwing the drink at him, which he does rather half-acidly. I know that's not a word, but that's what it was. Uh, and he then asked Sandoval about the night at the Abbey, and he continues to deny any wrongdoing, saying there was nothing going on between them at the time. They were hanging out with Allie and James and James's dad and flashed to the trailer where Allie says that that's not true. James says the same, and Andy asks if they think Sandoval is the one spreading the rumor about the open relationship, which I definitely think so. Um, Ariana thinks so based on what Rachel said after Coachella, which she said that Tom made an open relationship comment to her and she told him I'd rather hook up with Ariana than you. And they both deny that. Ugh. And then, and then let's just talk about this right now because we're on that subject in that last little interview at the end where she admits everything she tells, she like suggests that they become a thruple because that she was... loves Ariana as a person and she's in love with Tom. She's really fucking stupid. I know. Oh my God. It's so frustrating like to it's see a, her be. You want to shake her. I want to just, I'm not even religious, but even I lit a candle for her and prayed. I was like, girl, <laughs> oh get, get this person help. Like you need to be saved from whatever hole you are in. Because yeah. when she said the throuple comment, I was like, good I God. I like I this like, is. You've got to be kidding to like, That's how deep in love she must have been to think that it would just be rainbows and butterflies. I know. If, like, oh, good God. I, like, my God. We're, like, I, I, okay. It's fascinating to me. So she admits to considering skipping the reunion because she was so embarrassed and ashamed. And at this point, she apologizes here to Ariana. And But there's no emotion, like, coming from this psychopath. There's nothing behind her eyes. And 
she claims that she never confided in Ariana about personal things, that Tom was a better friend to her and that's who she told her shit to, which is disgusting. And Ariana tells her at this point that that's where she crossed a line. I mean, you don't you don't confide in your boyfriend or your best friend's boyfriend. I don't care if your friends are not. You just you don't confide personal things in them. Um, she claims that she's been a people pleaser her whole life. And this summer, she just decided to throw that out the window and do whatever she wanted. Ariana's having none of it again, calls her a dementor and says, I know you like Harry Potter. I was <laughs> laughing at that point. So funny. Um, and then she also says that she hopes Charlotte, her dog, comes back and haunts her. Um, and then that was Andy, hilarious. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Andy asks the question that we all want to hear them answer at this point. Uh, she asked if Rachel or he asked if Rachel was in love with Tom. And she says, yes. Ariana calls her ugly and hideous. And then he asks Tom the same thing. And after hesitating, he says, I'm sorry. Yes. Like, it's so <laughs> dramatic. It sounded so, like, rehearsed. I, I, so rehearsed. So phony. So, ugh, the I usual. Mean, and then Lala says that they actually did her a favor and she's now rid of two hideous and horrible people in her life, which is true. I do think they did her a favor. Um, she goes on to say that Rachel is dead to everyone there except Sandoval and Rachel exits the stage just for water. Everybody thinks she's being dramatic, but she needs water. Um, when she comes back, Andy brings up the jacuzzi story and how he lied to her how he lied about her sleeping over and he asked if they had sex that night and Sandoval lies and says no Schwartz says there was nothing weird going on in the hot tub I just don't think he wanted to be associated with any like funny business in the hot tub with the two of them because because it's gross um, so gross and then Andy asked if they ever hooked up in the house and Sandoval says no which we now know he was lying liar 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 face at this point, Sandoval whines and says nobody wanted to be his friend after this and nobody reached out and texted him. Are you fucking kidding me? What were they supposed to say? Hey, sorry, we heard your fucking Rachel. What can we do? Would you like a and And you know somewhere Billy Lee is like, excuse me, I was checking in on you. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> She's like, what about me? What about you know, me? That text was there like when he was oh. done. Um, so... Schwartz asks Ariana what it was like, though, to have the whole nation and everybody rallying behind her after this happened. And she says it's what kept her going. She starts crying. So does Sandoval. And Rachel just sits there unfazed. Um, and then Ariana says she can't think of two worse people than them. And she's right. Um, this part, I totally forgot about this. How Sandoval dressed up as Raquel for Halloween. And by then he was... Do. And by then he was already fucking. Full but on. you know what's interesting though? And I'm going to be a little just stating facts. Yeah. They dressed as Raquel. Tom dressed up short. You know, Sandoval dressed up as Raquel. Right. Ariana said, I helped you do that. Uh huh. But they were also doing it to annoy Katie because at, by this point, Katie knew oh. that. Katie knew that you know they made out Schwartz and um right. Raquel so me thinks that Ariana you know I wouldn't have admitted that I helped him because now she looks complicit and annoying Katie, Katie so I hope right. I, I hope Katie caught that little moment because it's like girl they were doing that to annoy Katie not because they were fucking but they yeah. I mean obviously but to me it's like oh so Ariana you know 
Ariana got cheated on. It's horrible, but she's also not been Little Miss. Uh, no, they're like it always. I know that they're going to open the sandwich shop, but their friendship, I've never thought it was the best of friendships that I've and seen. And that's, that's my point. It's like, okay, so does Katie care that Ariana helped her cheating boyfriend? I mean, I mean, well, does yeah, Ariana now- care that Katie did spread that rumor saying they have a <laughs> relationship? So there you go. That, there that's you what think. I'm saying. It's like right. these it's so girls weird. and they're going into business together. I can't wait to grab a sandwich, but I'm just saying, it's like, it's, I want to, I want to know if this comes up next season. Like, why would you know, help them annoy me? Like, but maybe I'm just nitpicking and getting into the weeds of things, but it yeah. was, also, what was fascinating was to see Lisa Vanderpump learn this in real time. She like, was stunned. <laughs> <laughs> she was like that auntie at a party that's late to the party. And it's like, wait, what? What happened? I know. I know. And it really remind, or it really solidified the fact that LBP is not on social media with all of us because she should have been known this. This was almost a year ago at this point. And it's I like. I know. I know. She should have known that. <laughs> and then like. And then Katie reminds them of how like Sandoval mocked her at BravoCon because she was saying that Rachel was fangirling. And then Andy shows the scene at BravoCon at his concert with his two girlfriends. They are not Andy shows it, but they show it. And like, I'm just killing myself that we did not go to. Why didn't we get tickets for that? We just because, decided, oh, we're not going to do it. It's going to like But you know whatever. what? But you know what? I'm going to call it what it is. Okay. Pump, Pump Rules was flailing. Pump Rules yeah. was flopping. Season eight and nine were terrible. They were not entertaining. They were not. And that, that Pump Rules party, that first BravoCon was like. Was a joke. Just it was. Okay. It was stupid. It was a joke. You guys left to go stupid. to like the leather bar. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. No, back don't you. Don't, don't you out our debauchery. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hi, Mikey. No, listen. All I'm saying is. Yes. All I'm saying, it is what it is. This show was starting to flop. The show was not entertaining. Even when we, me and you started this podcast, we're like, do we even want to cover Pump Rules? And we did because this season was improving. And I I will still say it, Raquel delivered this season pre-Scandaval. Like, she's the one that was messy. She's the one that kept the story. Yeah, we liked it before we knew this happened. We were like, oh, it's much better. I'm like, oh, there's an improvement this season. It's a mm-hmm. good season. But that's why we didn't do the pump rule shit because it was starting to fall. I really thought if this season flops, then what else are we doing with this show? Because it was starting I, yeah. to sink. It I was think a we sink. we were surprised they brought it back. Exactly. That's why I'm like, okay, first there was this 2020 scandals. Mm-hmm. And then I did remember we did go to that pump rules party and, right. you know, it oh. was a mess. And so that's why this year or last year we knew better. And we were just going based on right. what we knew. So this year, year I'm going I probably, to everything. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. This year at BravoCon, it's going to take be, out a loan. It's going to be a shit show. Like, I think Sandoval, I saw somebody tweet, Sandoval needs a booth at BravoCon to just have people go yell at him. Like, we just need. <laughs> yes, that is very true. And he's going to know security from the crazies. You know those, We're not crazies, but. Yeah, well, we, we call it how we see it here. But you know. <laughs> The meet and greets for Ariana are going to be insane. Like the lines are going to be crazy. It's going to be chaotic. I cannot wait to complain. It's going to be fabulous. <laughs> no, we'll be in the SVIP lounge. Honey. Absolutely, darling. That's where I got a picture with her and Katie last time, not knowing I, any of this. I love to go back and look at the pictures now. Like, hmm. It's like what we knew. I know. So anyway, they go on and LVP is stunned by this story. And then she also says that watching Rachel question Ariana about their sex life was like the most astounding piece of film she's ever seen. 
Um, and then Andy asks about the egg and Ariana says she still has it, but it's unfertilized. Thank goodness. They don't have to mix their DNA together. Um, Andy asks if Sandoval has slept with anybody else during the relationship. And he says no. And Ariana says, well, I know somebody he slept with, me. And Sandoval Ugh. then proceeds to say, oh, yeah, she kept her T-shirt on. It was so hot. Okay, mm. he can go fuck himself, Cretan piece of shit, okay? That was so... That was so rude and so mean and uncalled for. And what's what's wrong with wearing it? Like, does she have a bra on under the T-shirt? No, that's hot. I feel like... Well, because Ariana's been very transparent about her eating disorder and body issues. Yes. And so... Uh, you know, Andrew was not kidding when he said that every person was going to be especially every yeah. woman, especially uh -huh. like, come on, dude. Like even, you know, it's bad when Schwartz puts his head down in disappointment oh because my God, even he was mortified for him. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. And it really, like Lala said, this really shows you who this person is. Like he just only cares about himself. And so, yeah, and I soon mean, he'll be saying that about Raquel. And you know what? And I, I understand that he was on the defense because he's mm -hmm. trash and everybody was calling him out. And maybe he, I know he wanted to hurt her, but dude, really doubling like, down and saying like, that, like, why did he need to hurt her any further? Has he not done enough? Keep your fucking mouth shut. Like, exactly. Oh it's my so God. I wanted to strangle him. I know. So the, 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 it starts to wrap up. Sandoval says that it became a relationship in January. Uh, they don't know where they'll be a year from now. Sheena comes back to the stage, disgusted by Rachel, and the reunion ends with a blubbering Sandoval telling Ariana he'll always be rooting for her and he'll always love her. And she tells him the exact opposite. And then we flash to six days later. Rachel sits down for her final interview of the season and they ask her if she's ready to tell the truth. I'm assuming that's Alex Baskin asking her if she's ready to tell the truth. That's just my Give opinion. that man an Emmy. I mean, and she does tell the truth, but I still think she's actually lying. I don't think she's telling the whole truth. I think she, I think, I don't know. I get the feeling they've been sleeping together longer or something. There's definitely been, I think she's, been in love with him for longer than she's saying that she has been. Um, they say, she says that in Mexico is when they started sleeping together again. And I think she goes on to say they slept there several times during that trip, slept together, right? Well, she said that she revealed the affair continued while the show was still filming and that their right. encounters picked up after they wrapped filming. Right. And then she, that's when she mentioned the now fabulous throuple comment, uh, Sandoval oh shut it God. down. Um, she said that she didn't want to betray Sandoval at this point because he was the only person that was in her corner. Yeah. So that, but that's why she didn't want to confess to this because she said she it was, listen, the girl's a mess, but I do feel like this was weighing heavily for her. Like that's why she actually started crying and she had emotion and. Yeah. Because it was on her. It was something yeah. about her. It doesn't matter how she treated the others. It's like, she's yeah. going to get the the flack from this. So she better start crying in a minute now. For sure. And so then for her to admit that it was actually happening during filming, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the big bomb that everybody like completely overhyped because oh, I- anticlimactic. We all knew that. I think a lot of people assume that was the case, but you know, the confirmation was still gross and the throuple comment was gross. gross. Um, there is breaking news because this morning Andy said that he was wondering whether Raquel was medicated at the reunion. So nervous laugh. Um, wow. He just, 
He said, I was worried for her mental health going into the reunion. Um, but when I saw how unemotional she was, it made me think that maybe she was either really medicated or she was really out of touch with everything, um, with her role and everything. So um, I don't know. She always seems that way to me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, Andy, what show have I, I, yeah. you been watching? I didn't see it as any different than her normal bullshit. So he he said that he was very confused by her when she, in the trailer she said I should have written Sheena a note who's in yeah. crying. Um, he said that maybe she just didn't think there was a she just didn't understand her role basically and what happened. And so right. I definitely think that she's out of touch with reality a little bit. And so oh, yeah. it was it was pretty jarring to see her confess to it I do think that after I think she eventually essentially threw Sandoval under the bus because he's he's been distant from her in real time and so six so I think that you know six weeks after the reunion was probably like two weeks ago so I think or six days I'm sorry six days my bad my bad but the reunion was filmed like maybe in March or something like so I think after their affair, Sandoval sort of stayed away from her and just was trying to only think about himself as he does. And so, of course, I think at this, with his band, I think if Sandoval was more present for her, she wouldn't have outed the truth yeah. about their affair. No, so. I agree. I agree. But it was sad. Hey, I don't care. Ask a question, though. Let me just ask this question, then we can move on. Yeah. Why lie about the timeline anymore? You're already caught. And he claims he didn't want to hurt her, but then yet made that fucking t-shirt comment. So, like, what is it? It just, it's infuriating. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand that. Like, just just own up. Because everybody already knows or is assuming anyway. Yeah. it's It was a disgusting end to a disgusting saga. I bid adieu to the scandal. Um, It's been a long three days. Or three days. Exactly. Three months been a long three months with all these people and so i i think we're gonna like andy said to lisa vanderpump i think everybody just needs time if you read between the lines they're probably not going to start filming right away they're going to give everybody time and space to just for sure um i hope they film the restaurant opening at least uh, the sandwich shop Um, i'm sure they will i feel like i'm sure they will but i definitely do think Sandoval and Raquel will come back? Like that's my assumption. It's like they're not just gonna go away. Well, I mean, like, him for sure because he still owns, or I don't know what they own anymore of Tom Tom, but he still has a bar with Vanderpump. So one would think, and Tom's not ditching him, I guess Schwartz. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Well, let's get into the Orange County premiere. This was last night. I am so excited that we have a new season of women uh, to sort of take us off the Vanderpump roller coaster because, like I said, this ride has been ongoing. OC premiered last night. Solid premiere overall. Mm -hmm. I love seeing my girl Tamara back. Me too. Um, So happy she's back. It felt like Orange County again. Now, listen, Dubro was back last season, but there was still something missing. There was still... Tamara. Yeah, and her name is Tamara, right. damn it. Her name is Tamara, Judge. Tamara. That's who was missing. The season starts off with a fabulous mom. 
montage of Tamara making her come back to the show. Um, production added a clip of previous Tamara iconic moments, really reminding the audience why she should have never been fired in the first yeah, place. That I was mean, great. Hello. I love the juxtaposition of Shannon wondering if Tamara can change. And then we see Tamara yelling at everybody this season. So I am in. Uh, we get a quick catch-up season with Tamara. She references her cringy, you don't know, Tamara in a bush scene. She said she did not want to go out like that. She's like, I left I mean, the show in a bush. I left the show in a bush. That's the last time y'all saw me. Um, she does update us that she's made some domestic changes. Mama Sandy's living with her and Eddie. Cut Fitness was a victim of the pandemic. And Sandy tells Eddie that he can just go work at Costco. Listen, I would love to take a sample from Eddie. Like me Eddie, the me OG too. crush. Yeah. I've been lusting after that man since season six. So bring it on, sample. Um, just imagine him in a tight little, what are those things called? Sample you, outfit. <laughs> yeah. What are those things? See, I don't, I don't like cooking. Apron. So I don't wear. Apron. <laughs> Oh my god, my friend Jeremy listens. He's gonna make fun of me for not knowing what the fucking apron, apron is. Apron and a chef hat and nothing else. Exactly. I don't even yeah, whatever those things are called that you wear to cook. Right, exactly. Give him one of those. But um Eddie making sex jokes with Tamara's mama made me a little bit uncomfortable, but that's just that's just a cultural thing. I would never do that with an old lady. No shade. Um, but it did inspire me to do a moan test because I live with someone and I need to do a moan test like Tamara did because I'm like, oh my God, that's brilliant. Like, yeah, I usually that was try to, good. That was a good little strategic, <laughs> very considerable, considerate of Tamara to be like, let's see if this person can hear us. But um, then we go over to Shannon and Emily and their cute dogs, Archie and Fisker. I love Archie. I know Archie is, Archie needs a tagline at this point. I know. Um, Shannon and Emily are there to catch up and to complain over how Tamara's back on the show. I personally love that they're able to break the fourth wall and just admit that Shannon and Tamara stopped speaking because Tamara was fired. Mm -hmm. um, it was also refreshing for Shannon to be on board with uh, sex before marriage is okay because they are talking about their kids and their right. older kids are getting older. Always be realistic. Yes. Always test kids. That's what happens. Always test the car before you buy it. When yes. I saw the Little Mermaid, the live action, and she just married Eric, I'm like, girl, <laughs> what is down there? What if he's a mermaid down there? Too? Wait, exactly. You don't know what, the what if it's just like a nub? What if it's like a nub or like <laughs> a little pen nub? Doll. A pencil dick. You don't know what the fuck is down there. <laughs> um, but then Shannon says that they stopped speaking because she was fired. Shannon says Tamara always goes below the belt and says things that are inaccurate. Shannon says that Tamara gave interviews hurting her feelings and talked about her. Tamara says that she was just answering questions and that the truth hurts, bitch. Which <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> why we love Tamara. Exactly. Um, Emily is hoping that Shannon and Tamara have some sort of resolution. The baffling part in all this is that this is Gina and Emily's fifth season on the show mm -hmm. i am confucius because i know oc is the mothership and but what have gene i don't know i'm hopefully they prove me wrong this season yeah um because at this point gina and emily they're cute but we need i need a little more from them emily do, brings more than gina i feel on a regular basis i did appreciate gina's tagline because it references her new york uh origin because she said it's apples and oranges right and so that was like a shout like out that. to yeah. apple i also personally sorry cindy i also love emily's tagline the taco if you're gonna waste my time at least hand me a taco yeah i don't good. i don't get it i don't need to get it i think it's good for a chuckle yeah I, of course 
It took Emily five seasons to make me laugh, but she did. Um, Emily, you know, thankfully Shane has passed that bar exam and he's working as an attorney. Exactly. And, but she does miss having full access to Shane all the time, but personally, I don't need any access to Shane. He can go stay where Yeah, go. (laughs) Bye-bye. Toodles. Uh, Gina loves and hates summer break. Very relatable scene. We got here for all the mothers. Gina loves and hates summer break. She's with her Brady Bunch. She says her and her ex-man are doing well. They are co-parenting. I'm glad because they have that dark history that we don't need to read. Yes, I'm glad that he's, you know, calmed down. You know, Emily went to McDonald's yesterday and I just thought about Lisa Barlow because once Barlow was on her Salt Lake City train going yeah. to all these bad food places. I've noticed that the other women on the other cities are sort of, you know, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, we can go to fast food now because everybody else seems to be on that fast food train. Although, shout out to Candy, who did it in season six. They went to mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. That caused a major fight between Nini. See, this is how, this is what we call ourselves historians. We know the little details like this. Right, all right. of course. <laughs> then we go to the Debro estate. That mansion still takes my breath away. I know. I, you know, I know that they're good business people and that's why they are where they are. I'm sad they sold it because we know now in real time they sold it. Um, But we get a catch. It's on a money on it though. So there you go. This is how normal their life is though. She's pushing him in a wheelchair. They ride their elevator. I know. She crashes him too in the wheelchair. She crashes him in the wheelchair (laughs) and he tore his meniscus and... I love that Heather's pretending she'll be the actual caregiver. You know that nurse was off camera waiting to clock in. She was just like. Yeah, she's no nurse ratchet. No. Yeah. And so then Heather is bummed that two of her kids are off to college. She does casually mention that the dorms her kids are in have laundry service. And I'm like, oh, that'll be fine. I need to stop here. All right. (laughs) So I've never heard of laundry service in the dorm. I have heard of you can get a laundry service to come pick your laundry up because I almost did that for Ethan when he was in New York. But then I thought better of it. And I was like, you know what? The kid needs to learn to do laundry. So no shade, Heather. I mean, no shade, but shade. It's like, you don't ever know how to do laundry? Like, listen, listen. But then we're starting to get the, the story set up here because Heather is then complaining to Emily Mm-hmm. That she doesn't really hear from Gina. Gina has canceled on Heather. She feels slighted when she sees Gina on social media. Yep. Dr. Terry feels that they intimidate people with their fabulosity. You know, Gina probably just feels too poor. Right. Like he doesn't want to, in- <laughs> she doesn't want to invite her to things because they aren't fabulous enough. I get it. If that's the truth and we, you know, we'll get there. But I was thinking, I don't want to, Heather Dubrow scares me money wise. Like, how are you going to invite Heather anybody anywhere? And I tweeted last night, imagine you invite Heather Dubrow to a potluck. Yeah. I show up with like my Costco food tray and she shows up, <laughs> she shows up with a fucking Nobu tray. Like right, I'm like, exactly. oh my God. $80,000. Like, I know. So her casual <laughs> setup, a food truck, a fucking gift basket. I would just be like, oh my yeah, God. Like, but I don't, I don't get that from her. I get it because we see it on the show, but like I have my little interaction with her in real life. Okay. And now I didn't end up actually meeting her like for a drink. We like missed each other or wherever. Like we were like, I was at dinner with Ethan, whatever, but she was in the hotel and she was downstairs in the bar and I didn't go in there. I should have. Um, and she was eating like pigs in a blanket. And that's so, the thing, like Heather, it I, doesn't. Not, yeah. Heather's rich. Like we know that she's wealthy. Right. But, and she's fancy pants. But what I do notice, at least from what we've seen, is that she doesn't like 
throw it in your face like with no. ill intent. Like she it's not likes like it's to include you in the wealthiness. And I'm fine with that. Include me mm-hmm. anytime. Me too. And I think that's why I think this says more about Gina's insecurity than it does about Heather. Like I think Absolutely. Gina and that's why I own my insecurity. Like if I'm around Heather Debro, I'm gonna straighten up, I'm gonna go iron my shirt. I don't wanna be <laughs> for me, she's just another like nice Jewish girl like I am. So I feel like we could have a rapport. Yeah, like I mean, I almost passed out when she looked at you and said, "Hey, Leslie." I was like, oh, "I know, I know, I know." I, I went and ran into uh, Quad's arms for Mary to medicine. And I was just like, <laughs> "Did you see this?" And Quad's like, "Get off me, bitch!" No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> okay, sorry. And then, quad. I have to sing that theme in my head. Okay. I, yeah. And then we get a scene of Tamara and Eddie. They're going bowling. Um, we then meet the new housewife, Jen with two N's. That's what I'm going to call her because her name has mm-hmm. two N's. Jen with two N's is going bowling with them. And she has a man named Ryan. He's wearing mm-hmm. a shirt. If you saw last season, <laughs> um, you saw that the other Ryan that was on last season was never wearing a shirt. Ugh, that douche. Yeah. So Jen with two ends filmed uh, some scenes in 2018 with Tamara. So I think she's been trying to get on the show for a while. That's what I'm going to introduce. Um, Tamara jokes to the confessional that Jen with two ends is a hooker for a living. Um, But she doesn't, Tamara then talks about, you know, she tells them that their gym is closed. She's not sure what's going to fill Eddie's void now that their gym is out of business. Uh, Then we go over to Gina um, this part cracked me up because she I calls Heather Dubrow and she pretends, Hey girl, I'm in the neighborhood. Can I stop by? And Heather laughs in her confession and she goes, okay, you can't just stop by my house is behind three gates. I mean, <laughs> I can't, I mean, it was just so clear that the seed was pre-scheduled and pre-everything. Um, Heather thought they were real friends. And so that's what they address. And so they catch up. Heather brings up the fact that Gina's been MIA. Um, Gina mentions that she's studying to get her real estate license. And Heather's like, oh, so it's my kid. Gina in her confessional says she's doing this for necessity and implying that Heather's kid's only doing it like for fun. Um, yeah, that might not necessarily be true. My kids also want to get their real estate license and it's not for fun. They might want to get a job doing it. So like, I didn't like that comment. Like, yeah, to I me, I was think... just trying to find common ground with her at that point because there had been like a disconnect. And so she was probably just like, oh, me too. Like, okay, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't, everybody needs to calm down. Yeah. Not that anybody's upset, but I'm just saying, just calm down. I'm- Furious. No, Heather calls out Gina for being MIA and production shows a distorted edit of Gina just rambling of all her excuses. Oh and my God. It, it was funny. Like, yeah. I honestly think that Gina thought that her and Heather were just friends on the show, not in real life. Yes. Um, and so when they stopped filming, yeah, I think once they stopped filming, Gina was like, oh, good. We're just coworkers. We don't need to talk. Right. And so... <laughs> Basically, Gina said, if you want me to talk to you, Heather, I need to be on payroll because I am not going to go to all your events. I can't afford it. Right. Um, but Gina feels that Heather and Gina tells Heather, I don't feel like you want to go to my uh, or no, Gina says in her confessional, mm-hmm. Heather doesn't actually want to go to the dive bars. She just wants to decline the invites. <laughs> oh, my God. But Terry was right. She's not inviting her because it's not fabulous enough. Yeah, I mean, and that might be true. We'll see what happens. I mean, in yeah. the trailer, they seem fine, but we don't know what the trailer yeah. is. Uh, then we finally meet Jen with two ends family. She has a whole bunch of kids and her bunch of animals. And she has a, mm-hmm. she calls her house a three ring circus. Um, Jen with two ends tells us that her and her ex-husband still share a house. 
Mm-hmm. The ex-husband uses this house with their kids when he's in town from the forgotten state known as Oklahoma. <laughs> and she goes to her new man, Ryan, when he's in town. Um, Jen with two N's then says that she just has to be smart as it relates to her relationship with Brian, but she's still sharing a house with her ex-husband. So I don't yeah. really know if she's gotten that part down. Um, yeah, it seems overall, it was strange. Yeah, overall, it was a cute little intro scene. So we'll yeah. see what. She's pretty. What I think she's pretty. Got she's a lot pretty, of and, on, but I think she's pretty, and she's pretty nice. Oh, Heather then invites the girls to pickleball. Um, to me, this confirms that she hates them because they, <laughs> who the fuck would invite anybody to something like this? But that's just me. <laughs> I'm sticking at tennis after I watch them trying to play pickleball because it just looked like a lot of them picking up the ball the whole time. I don't have time for that. I want to hit the ball hard and far. <laughs> I don't. Know I know. I it's like giant ping pong. I'm good. I don't, I don't like pickles. I like balls, but I don't like pickles. I don't need to know anything about that. Like I'm just good. Um, Heather brought on a full on picnic basket and Heather driver do the drop off. That poor driver looks so embarrassed. Um, but that basket, man, I was like, damn, Heather does not play. This is why you can't fuck with Heather. Like, I don't right. want to invite, like, you're not invited. Like I'm good. Right. <laughs> I'm insecure. Damn it. Um, Gina tells us that she met Jen with two ends to a few years ago. Gina invites Heather to this yoga thing that Jen with two ends is doing. Heather conveniently wants to invite Shannon. And then we get the setup. Camera said that Shannon just ghosted her after she got fired. Mm -hmm. Shannon is denying that she ghosted her. Camera says that Shannon is a self-centered person, only cares about herself. But then Heather says that she and Shannon are in a great place and you have to let the old shit go. I wonder if Heather's going to feel like that after this season because we know that some shit's going down. Oh, and we knew it went down. And then at BravoCon, which I don't know if they were still filming at that time, the two of them were not. Mm-mm. like They were so close before. Like, they were not talking to each other. Tamara was trying hard not to break on that panel. And Heather sat on Tamara's lap to try to prove that they're good. I don't know what happens. Uh, no, right, I know. Right, right now, Heather is sitting there like, Ooh. but I think... You know, I'm, Heather's trying to play producer by making them get along. and um, Yeah, you know. I think so, too. But let's let me just say, now. let me go back to that and say that I remember Shannon being very, like, self-centered back in the day towards Tamara. Tamara had a lot of shit going on. And Shannon only wanted to talk about her stuff and was like, I remember Tamara saying she never asks me about me, what's going on with me, how I am. So I, I kind of partly believe Tamara there. I believe Tamara too because I don't see why she would just make it up. Like, why would she just say, Mm-mm. like, what does Shannon or what does Tamara have to gain from saying Shannon ghosted me after I got fired? Nothing. Because it makes yeah, it makes sense in the housewife world. Once you're off the show, you find out who your real friends are. And I think Shannon was mm-hmm. busy filming, and there was just miscommunication. Right. I'm trying to I'm trying to tread lightly here because. Um, I know that they're fine now, so I don't want to trash my girl Tamara's friend. So maybe I'm a little uh, biased here, but I think that Shannon, it just needs to bring her alleged receipts because she is saying that um, Mm -hmm. she has receipts to prove that she has long text messages and she's going to come out and say it. And so anyway, we get to the yoga event that is planned by Jen with two ends. Tamara has a lot of anxiety. Um, to be around Shannon. Uh, they do greet with a hug. I was thrown off by the hug. I did Me not too. expect them to even acknowledge each other. See, Me when neither. I'm mad, 
when I'm angry or awkward around somebody, I'm an adult. I ignore them. Right. Okay? You're like, so I am... to me now. <laughs> I'm an adult and I talk about you behind your back. <laughs> right. Damn it. I am not going to give you anything else. Um, so yeah, it was nice to see them hug because I'm like, okay, we have some potential here. Let's get it. Let's get to it. Let's clock in. Um, then they start doing their yoga. It's the most awkward yoga scene because Shannon is me doing yoga. Unbalanced. Oh my un God. Uncoordinated. I have tried yoga. Shout out to Jojo who's trying to make me do yoga. No, I will fall. I will fall on my face. I, I, I'll probably fart too much. I think that's what makes me, <laughs> I think that's what makes me more yeah. reticent to yoga because you have to relax. And when you tell me to relax, I'm going to let shit out. All right. <laughs> I will fumigate the room oh, it is boy. just it is just <laughs> um the yoga teacher then says she's going to intuitively partner the girls now if she would have partnered camera and shannon that would have been it would have felt so set up so i'm glad they, they kept it uh, organic yes um emily and tamara have a cute moment where they bond over their tough exterior soft exterior mm -hmm. um emily says that she and tamara are both kind of the same person and i'm like no First of all, no. Not quite. Like, yeah, I'm thinking no. Emily did her best Tamara impression last season when Tamara wasn't on. Um, but I think Emily just wants <laughs> us to believe that she's like Tamara because yes. she knows we like Tamara, but I don't believe that. But then Emily tells us casually that she heard from Gina that there was infidelity in Jen with two ends marriage. And I'm like, oh my God. On the like, Jen side. Yeah. <laughs> on it the was Jen her side. That she did. Like, yeah. Mm. But see how quick Emily is, Emily's like reminding us she's a real housewife because she said, well, Gina told me. She didn't right. say I Exactly. Said. She didn't say she heard. Mm. But uh, then we get an awkward scene. Emily and Gina are coaching Tamara on how to approach Shannon. Mm -hmm. Right when they're talking about Shannon, <laughs> Shannon walks in and interrupts him Classic. and says, oh, is this me? Are you guys talking about me? Right. Of course. Yes, obviously. <laughs> I actually love that they all laughed because they got talk they got got talking about her I mean, and Shannon was yeah. like I just wanted to see what what was there to eat right like of course that's the way I related to Shannon because right. I'm like there's all this food right I know um Tamara turns around and she gets emotional and she gives random life update to Shannon and says mm -hmm. you know they have a lot of they do need to talk but she right. doesn't want any hardships with anyone. Um, they do seem to end on a good note, but then we get those fabulous one week later previews right. and they are just going at it. There's fake friend accusations. They both take right. their sunglasses off. I know, and this is why real time social media spoilers ruin the show. I know they're, yeah. they're doing good now, but how did we get there is basically what we're going to see. Right. And, you know, Heather Dubrow said she had a, a hard season. I'm curious to see when Tamara and Heather start going at it because something, something, for her. yeah, yeah, something happens between Tamara and Heather, and I'm dying to know what happens. Like, I just can't wait to well, see how Tamara, this turns out. Yeah, Tamara just doesn't. She doesn't give a fuck. Like, she's just gonna tell you like it is now, and that's that. So absolutely, and I think that. Tamara being back, really, she knows her role on the show is to produce, but she does it in such a natural, organic way that it doesn't yes. feel contrived. Doesn't and feel that's contrived, why, right. That's why she was born for this. And she's quick and she's funny and I love her. And uh, that might be why you're yeah. going to see me maybe defend her this season. I have tried my best to remain objective, but I love Tamara. I'm sorry. No, I am me too. I am. And I do love Tamara. I also love Heather. So that'll be interesting for me when they're going. Oh, my it. God. 
Oh my God, we might be on opposite sides for once, Leslie. We're going to have to go at it on I the show. Know. It's going to be. We're usually both pretty objective. And I feel like we never, we're not those one side or the other people. We can see it for all it's worth. Cut to like 12 weeks from now and be like, hey, everybody, welcome right. to the Mario show. Me and Leslie exactly. are no longer speaking. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to East with less. With no more mess known as West. With less and Ruby. All right. Well, you know, let's uh, really quickly get into Atlanta. Poor Atlanta is struggling. Like, I don't even oh, remember what happened. Boy. I'm glad we took notes. Um, what I'm, we I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch. So I will. I, I just didn't watch it. I haven't had the time. And I just was like, Ugh. I was out on Sunday night. And then I was watching the Heat game when I got home. So... Good for you, girl. I I watched it and it was okay. I'm trying to think what we can talk about that was worth mentioning. We're still getting Kenya and Marlo yelling at each other. I'm just gonna right. breeze through. Um, Monetta's annoyed. Uh Kenya was upset. Marlo and Courtney. Let's see. Listen, guys. I'm sorry. I'm so checked out from Atlanta. I'm trying my I know, best. No, I am too. I'm and trying I feel bad. my it's best. It's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. I really hope that they get it together. I will do better. I know next week. Listen, let's just get to the what happened at the end here. Okay, perfect. At the at the end, Drew discusses the whole shooting incident that Marla went off on her about. Okay. Um, production rolls the tape, and there are discrepancies in both of their sides, and so they're planning a trip. They're planning another like team builder thing. Mm -hmm. This is when we get a preview that says three days later. Okay. Because Candy and Marlo are just yelling at each other. Their tension is off the charts. I have not seen Candy this angry in a really long time. I enjoy um, angry Candy. Yeah, Marlo calls out Candy for not properly acknowledging her nephew's death. And Marlo, or Candy is not going to take this lightly. Um, Marlo says, oh, now you're going to cry. And Candy yells, the only reason I'm crying is because I can't choke you, bitch. And so, <laughs> I, mean, just, I, you know, Atlanta is... Um, I don't know what it is, guys, and so I, I'm unsure how to feel about the season. It feels very repetitive from last season, which already wasn't that great to begin with. Yes. So I think we just have to chuckle in. I'm going to watch, obviously. I'm well, going to watch, yeah. and we're going to talk about it. But this season, it's been, I think next season is episode, or next week is episode six. Right. So hopefully it starts picking up. But I, I am going to watch this week. I do feel checked out. I'm going to be honest. I do yeah. feel checked out. Um, so I hope Atlanta improves. We are getting the same recycled. Mama Joyce doesn't like Todd. Um, hey. Yeah. So if you guys have anything more to say about Atlanta, feel free to tweet me at Mario Kiki. I'd love to hear your thoughts. But at you this can also point, tweet me at Mommy Rue, M-O-M-M-Y-R-O-U. Brought to you by Scope. So no, I have, I, I have a question, though, for our listeners. Yeah. Just based on the we're done with pump rules, but I have a question that I thought would be a good poll question for you guys and you guys should tweet us maybe I'll just put up a poll and see but my question was has anybody out there ever had a similar situation with their um significant other and a friend and or have they ever been suspicious and then found out that it happened I'm just curious your thoughts on that because I he like I feel like it happens more than we think it does and it happens a lot so let us it know it does happen a lot. It happened 
to someone I know this week. Yeah, it's happened to somebody I know too. So it's just it's crazy and it's awful. I it's awful and it's it's so gross when the woman does it. It's so gross and I know that's a double standard, but it's like Ariana said, you expect that from men because men are trash. But when a woman does it to another woman who's her best friend, yeah, bad. It is bad. Um, Y'all, this has been another episode. We, uh, my mouth is dry, but we do this because we love it. And we love y'all for listening. Thank you Um, for listening, everybody. And I always end the show like this, Leslie. I love talking to you. It is the best. I love talking (laughs) to you. It is the best on East and West. And also, I'm just going to, just to make sure she listens all the way through. Hi, Brandy. If you listen this week. Make sure you acknowledge this uh, moment because it's at the end of the episode this time on purpose because she loves when I say her name, like, hi, Brandy. Hi, Brandy. <laughs> hi, Brandy. And shout out to Brandy's coworker who loves us too. I don't, I forgot her name, but uh, she, she has, Brandy is like our correspondent because she'd be sending me shit. She'd be texting me headlines. She's the, bit, she's the bitch that broke a scandal ball to me. And uh, when she texted me, she's like, oh my God, did you see this? I thought she meant Schwartz and Raquel, so I didn't even react. Yes, but then I read right. the and then you read when it I, the other time. And then I stepped out of my room. Oh, memories. Anyway. I was getting a manicure at that time. And I was just like, oh, I think oh I gasped God. in the like the manicure place. People were looking at me, but I don't care. Everybody knows where they were. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, we will meet again at this same time, whatever time yes. you're listening. There <laughs> you go. Week, and we are done with Vanderpump. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jay. The great Melissa Gorga would say. And we will see you guys next week on another episode. Toodles. Bye. Bye.